yo, yo. What's up, brothers and sisters? We are back. What's going on with the family, man? I'm here. Uh, so today, I'm just going to hop right into it. I'm going to talk about these new words that these people have learned over the last, I'll say, maybe five to six years. And I'm talking about not even, I'll say from 2018 until now. So we're looking at a five year span. So I'm going to say uh, between 2018 and 2020 is when I really start hearing uh, patriarchy and misogyny and misogynistic, misogynoir, all these type of things. <laughs> so <sighs> what, what the Democrats have done they go on TV and say, well, you know, and, and and I believe that the Democrats have done this and they've been pushing this feminism thing, this black girl magic, which is one of the biggest scams that ever has been. Black excellence, all that shit is a scam. But what, what, what's being done is this liberal form of thinking that the thought culture, the whole culture, the thug culture, all these fucking cultures have been associated with black culture, which they're not associated with black culture. Because you got thugs that are white, Asian, Hispanic. They never seem to put them in that bag if that makes any sense. They don't put them in the same bag that they put the black criminals in or the black holes in. Because every culture has holes. Every culture has thugs, criminals, whatever. But when we do things, it's always sensationalized. It's always blown out of proportion. It's always a high probability. You know what I'm saying? So, so it was this discussion about, you know, patriarchy. And they were saying that men in slavery would, if the master allowed it, they would just push all the work off to the women. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? None of this has been proven. Like, do you understand that they used to make two black men fight each other to kill each other to see who was the strongest slave? You understand that they used to rape and kill black men too? Like, there was no patriarchy. There wasn't no, I'm I'm, I'm not going to rape the black man to rape the black woman and all that. No. Do you understand that slavery was bad all the way around, that nobody benefited? How can you have patriarchy? When when they had families, they would they, they were separated. Most of the time, them slaves were separated. Yeah, of course they were having sex and having kids. But what I'm saying is, how were they even married? Those those people weren't married. The men couldn't. Where was the man gonna lead you to if he's in shackles and bondage with you? So what are you talking about? See what happens is, we listening to these people like bell hooks. And she was a trash woman. Um, I hate talking ill of the the dearly departed, but she was an evil woman that criminalized these children 
that were fifth that were 14 and 16 years old and oh this is the culture of little black boys like what then comes to find out they didn't do it it was some white guy that did it she never apologized to them and <clears throat> when she passed away last year she didn't receive any love she only gets love from people that start using these new words well when you say something, it's misogynistic. When they say something, it's misogynoir, or you're participating in patriarchy. And I'm going to tell you about patriarchy. When they took the black man out of the homes in the 70s, the any remnants of patriarchy from black men was done because we are not in the homes. Because they offered the women <clears throat> government assistance, welfare, housing, all that stuff. You could not have a husband on welfare. You could not have a husband to get in order to get housing. Even to this day, you can't be married and get welfare. Because if they find out that you get welfare, they find out that you're married. They're going to sue the, the state or the city, whatever, will sue the husband or the, the 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 boyfriend or the man for child support. And they'll say, well, we giving her this such and such over this amount of time. And I'm like, I've seen this stuff play out. Black men don't participate in patriarchy. We don't have the power to. And the way that tradition has changed and... They're trying to change traditional, but you can't change it because it's always going to be there. It's just people that want to live traditionally and they're trying to tell you that, oh, you just want a slave. How is expecting a meal and expecting a woman to cook and clean slavery? How is that slavery? Because if that man wasn't there, would you be cooking and cleaning before yourself? So is that slavery when you live by yourself, you have to cook and clean? Is that slavery in that point? So is it slavery for that man to go out and provide for you and pay your bills. But that's not, that's expected of him, right? So that's not misandry. Expecting a man to take care of you. Like, when we start having these conversations, man, about patriarchy and, and, and misogyny and all these other type of things, I don't get into these conversations because the conversation is bullshit. Well, why do y'all have to assign gender roles and da 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 Listen, brothers and sisters. I'm not going to ask my wife to put the trash out. I'm not going to ask my wife to change the tire. Just certain shit that I just, that in my eyes, even though I don't change tires. I'll call AAA before I change the tire. But she damn sure not changing no tire. Neither am I. That's not something that I want to do is change tires. Never learned how to change tires. I don't live in a country where you had to, you know, they'll teach you how to know. I don't live in the country. Not saying that, oh, I don't want to learn, but I tried it and I messed one up. But for people to sit up here and have these conversations about misogyny and all this other type of shit. And then 
you turn around and you have this whole conversation about, oh, I love drug dealers, I love street niggas, and all these type of other things. You're kind of being... It's not hypocritical. I can't call it hypocrisy because it's really not hypocrisy because comparing the two, misogyny and then your love of street niggas, it's not hypocritical. But to me, it's really... I can't describe what I'm trying to say, but it doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's like it kind of contradicts this this whole misogyny thing because when you messing with a trap dude he don't want you in the streets he don't want you doing this he wants you at home he wants you doing this he wants you doing that but you'll do it y'all don't call him a size and so it is it's a form of hypocrisy because they'll break their backs for these street niggas and, and go against everything that they say and them niggas ain't protecting you them street niggas don't care about you for real like and and i'm being real like they really don't care about you like because they got so many women they don't care about you I've been in situations, man, and I've heard and seen and talked to people that was in the streets and they were saying how niggas was coming at their moms, coming at their girls, their children, all type of shit. And for a woman to say, oh, I need to be protected, it is, it's, it's a form of hypocrisy. It's, a, it's being a hypocrite. You claim you want protection, but you always in, but you, this nigga put you in danger, but you want protection. He's not protecting you. They're them street niggas, they don't have loyalty to people. And I'm not knocking street niggas because there's a lot of street dudes that did good things. You know what? I'm not going to sit up here and say, oh, y'all sold drugs. Listen, I, I didn't have to walk your path. And I don't have to answer for that. It's not, to me, it's not bad or a good thing. You know what I'm saying? So for people to contradict themselves... It's, 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 basic, it's basically an oxymoron. You're contradicting yourself. Because in one hand, oh, I want to be protected. But in another hand, I love a street nigga. Street nigga's going to put you in beef that ain't got nothing to do with you. But it's cool because you get a rush from it. But then you screaming, black men don't protect black women. You sound stupid. You know, and then it's been this discussion about who's corny, who's not corny. And they would talk about Michael B. Jordan and all these other things and how he was corny for checking her. Like I said, man, I didn't agree with, you know, our brother Joe Button said that. Well, he's corny because he did this. He's our sister. Bro, she's not our sister, bro. She's Hispanic. She's not her fucking sister. Now, I know you got a fetish for, for Spanish women, cuz, but at the end of the day, she's not our sister. She just recently did an interview and said that, oh, yeah, we used to call him corny, whatever, whatever. And he didn't, he, it was a polite check. It wasn't even something, nothing crazy to the point where you can just call him corny for it. It was like that, I, oh, I got you moment. Oh, then you just do an interview about me. It was just on some playful banter type shit. He didn't mention it again. All he said was, oh, the, the, the one y'all used to call corny, right? Yeah, just, you know, a little polite jaw, a little check. I'm going to check you because I'm at the top of the world right now. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. He didn't disrespect her, like... Oh, he was corny. He did that. Okay. 
I think at some point in life, every dude or every woman walking did some corny stuff that they considered corny. You know, but this whole discussion about street, like, like I said, y'all have to stop going on Twitter to get your opinions and your information. Because if you're going on Twitter to get opinions, to get information, and you don't use it as for entertainment purposes, which it is, it's entertaining, man. But when you start to really break down what these fucking people be saying, it should be stupid. Like, we got one guy on here talking about, man, y'all misogynistic because y'all da 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 da. Y'all should be taking care of these women. But isn't that a form of misandry if you expect a man to take care of you? If I expect you to come home and clean and cook and your place is in the kitchen, why should my place be at work taking care of you? I don't get it. We got to we got to start calling a spade a spade in this situation, bro. And like I said, these these words that these people, these words have been here since the beginning of time. They've been saying misogynistic for years. I don't use those words. Because the same thing they could say, well, rap music is misogynistic. Female rappers are misandrous. If we're going to sit up there and say that, it's misandry. They say, well, you know, this guy, matriarchy. Uh, well, y'all live in a matriarchy society. No, we don't. Y'all keep saying that, but we really don't. Because if you look at it, it says that, I think it was this thing that said like over 50% of black women aren't married and my whole thing about that was everybody's telling me they don't want to marry it no it really has nothing to do with who wants to marry who bro it has a lot to do with the circumstances in the situation you gotta realize women outnumber us so that number is always gonna be screwed because Just say that every 10 men, it's about 17 to 18 women. So you're looking at damn near double the women that it is. Then it's more women than men. So you're looking at damn near double. So of course, over 50% of these women aren't going to be married. So they were saying, well, it's misogynistic to tell a woman, well, you shouldn't get an abortion. Nobody told you you shouldn't get an abortion. If I'm telling you like, all right, yo. I think you need to wrap up. Wrap it up. Like, like everybody want to have that pleasure, but don't want to deal with the consequences. The STD, STIs, all these type of things. But when you start having these conversations with these people, you start to realize how freaking stupid they is. So you go on Twitter, everybody using big words. You're a misogynist. That's misogyny. Da, 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 da. Then you got gay black men telling black women their dating options. So you telling them to date outside of their race so all the men can be left for y'all, but they don't want you motherfuckers. Like I said, I would never, and I'll repeat, I would never take advice from someone who does not like what I like. And I'm saying strictly on, if you don't like women, how can you tell me about dating? But 
you're telling her to date outside her race because you, at this point in time, you think your dating pool is going to expand. My nigga, it won't. Your dating pool is going to be, is going to stay the same, very limited. And then, you know, they talk about, oh, well, the down low brothers. Okay. And how many, how, what, what percentage of black men is it for them? How many percentage of black men, how, how many black men, and what are the percentages that you think are down low? Because I'll tell you what, I hear about them all the time. I used to hear about them in school, hear about them at work. And it's like, well, like this, this one guy told me, well, I don't date gay men. Then who are you dating? If you don't date gay men that are, are having relations with you, then who are you dating? You're not dating no straight man. Cause he ain't going back. You know what I mean? One guy said that he had a, a, a guy that had a, a, a wife. I don't know how long the relationship lasted or if, it, if I would call it that, or just call it a, a booty call or whatever. They say, seen him walking down the street. Came to himself, was like, you better not see nothing to my wife, or whatever, whatever. And he was like, he kept it solid with him. He was like, I'm not going to say nothing. Even if me and you don't talk, I will never say nothing because I don't do that. Um, but my whole thing is, it's like, we shouldn't have this space where people are free to talk on that's like a, a gay woman giving me dating advice. You can't give me dating advice. Because if you're telling me, well, you know what? You should date outside. That makes your dating pool larger. Or so you think it expands it. It doesn't. <laughs> well, he got to be this tall. Like, how the, who the fuck is you to tell a woman that she need to be seeking out a 6'4 nigga that make $100,000 a year? When that is very, very uncommon. And see, when they speak these things, and they're just making up stats. Like, this shit is just made up. There's some shit he just came up with in, 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 on his charts. None of this shit exists because the, the, the average medium income for a black male in America is $42,000 a year. So what is the percentages of you meeting a guy that makes $100,000 a year, a black man in particular? It's very hard. And it's very less than likely that you will. Um, so my whole thing is these dudes like fresh and fit, they go in there, they start dogging black women and they saying, well, they put a tweet out. Well, black women are the most swiped um, race in America. I'm just looking like, yo, aren't y'all mothers black? Like, I don't, I don't understand, like, do you actually understand where you came from and who you came from? Where and who you came from, bro? Like, you didn't grow up around a bunch of white people in your countries. Yeah. See, what happens is these niggas go to college, these foreigners, these immigrants go to college, and they start being around white people. And a lot of times, the white folks in college are not what you call uh, white supremacists or racists or whatever. They're not what you call that. Some are suspected white supremacists. Some are suspected racists. But 
nine times out of ten, uh, if I had to give a percentage, I'd say it's like 50-50. But more than likely, you're going to run into a white boy that likes to party, that likes to smoke weed and do whatever. And y'all actually become good friends. So that kind of screws your... It scours your 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 perception on certain stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm never going to downplay black men or black women in order to prop up another race of people. Like I can't do that. Of course there's a bunch of cool motherfuckers walking around. Of course it is. But at the end of the day. I'm never going to denigrate the whole race because of a few people that may be shucking and jiving. Like, them two dudes, first off, they didn't grow up in America. They came here when they were older. They didn't grow up here. So, of course, well, later, I'm like, yeah, nigga, you, probably, you and your folks went through a program in order for you to get where you was going, bro. They See, they, they talking from a a place of, it's not, I, I don't call it ignorance. It's not that they don't know, it's they don't care. Like I've heard, I've heard people always say this excuse, well, when those, when those uh, uh, rednecks be talking, they're speaking from ignorance. They're not speaking from ignorant, ignorance. They're not speaking from ignorance. They're not speaking because they're ignorant or they don't know. They're not speaking from a place of ignorance. They're speaking from a place of privilege. Not that they don't know, or they can't see it, or they never read about it, or you know they know how this shit work. Like I'm, like it, it, at that point, if you don't know, then you're stupid. So in other words, they're just stupid. They're speaking from a place of stupidity. Anybody that went to school, anybody that could watch TV, they know what the frick was going on, man. So don't give me that crap. Don't, don't, don't give me that, man. That's nonsense. And, and, and like, and them too, this fresh and fit dudes, these dudes can't give you dating advice. Who are these? Who are they women? What women is sulking to be with them? None. So they bring the, the low class and the hood rats on the show in order to denigrate them. The underbelly of black society, they bring them into the fold. The strippers, the ghetto girls, and all this other type of stuff. But that is very calculated in what they do. That's very calculated and it's very slick. It's smart on their end because it fits their narrative. So you know what? If I bring the underbelly of black society in here, like strippers and all that. Hold on. I'll be right back. Give me a few minutes. Quick commercial break.
But essentially what I'm saying about them is fresh and fit. They bring the <laughs> the underbelly of black society on to prove a point that they can't prove. Black women this and like where does y'all who does y'all come from? So y'all take the few opinions of people on Twitter or people that you hear like Niggas just be talking, bro. I'm telling you, from black women just be talking, men just be talking, and they just be talking. So when you going through all that, it's a big conundrum of bullshit. Just a perfect example is this lady was saying, well, oh, it made her anxiety bad because men wanted to talk to her friend and not her. I said, yo, y'all worry about the wrong shit. And it made me very scared because men are scared of rejection. Like, yo, how many times are you knowing people to get killed because they got rejected? And then it was this whole thing about It was this guy, and um, I listened to his, uh, he was basically on Twitter, not Twitter, yeah, it was on Twitter, Instagram, all over. He's basically talking about how a woman that, he said his uncle hooked him up with some girl that he worked with, he said, yeah, went over there, and uh basically we was getting it on and we was getting hot and heavy and we was about to do this and do that and he said it was she essentially um her her ex called so this already red flag for me when he was telling the story but I'll get to um that what I think about it essentially what happened was he said he asked her, you want to pick the phone up? She was like, no, it's not that serious, blah, 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 blah. Then Bull called again. So she was like, um, it's nothing for you to worry about. She was like, you're cool. But then, like, she was like, um, he was like, the dude keeps calling you. Then Bull started banging on the door. So... Dude started banging on the door. He was like, you know what? I'm putting my stuff on. I'm getting up out of here. She was like, no, you ain't got to work. Put my stuff on. I'm getting up out of here. She said, so. Pulled my gun out. She was like, he told her, I'm going outside the front door. So he told her to go. Um, go. He, she went, answered the door, tried to talk the boy down. He was like, uh, let me get up out of here. Let me grab my strap. So he said, he came downstairs. He said, he looked at the two. He was like, it was a dude and two other dudes. So it was three men. He said, I had my hammer, cock ready loaded. And he was like, I'm not leaving the witnesses if I had to take this bull head off. He was talking about his homies. So she was like, yeah, he just don't take no for an answer. So it's, and to make a long story shorter or to make a, a long story longer in, in a sense, to me and I'll, I'll give my thoughts 
now, and then I'll tell you what other people were saying. So my whole thought on the situation is, it's a red flag to start with. A nigga calling your phone. The first time, cool. All right, you know, some niggas just don't know when to let it go, whatever, whatever. But the nigga was blowing your phone up. And you told me, oh, you don't have to worry about him. Then the nigga pops up at your door. The red flag started with this, you don't have nothing to worry about. He just can't take no for an answer. Like, well, bitch, you know, bitch, da 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 My first, the first thought that popped in my head, oh, this is a setup. You trying to set me up to get killed or robbed. And, I, and, and I've seen so many people in this situation. Niggas at other people cribs getting set up. It, just like the rapper Trouble last year at a woman's house. And then somebody from the inside even knew. Somebody from Atlanta was like, yeah, he was going around saying how much he, he cared for the shorty. And then, like, he start, like, distancing himself from her because of her situation and blah, 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 blah. So what happened with Trouble was the guy who still had a key to the crib and by Georgia State, by Georgia laws, the tenant laws is that he can walk in and out of there anytime he wants to because his name was on the lease and he never signed his name off of the lease because him and her broke up. He wound up shooting that man. So all he had to do was say, oh, I seen a man in my room, you know, and we don't know if she went off and stayed with the bull, but you know, they pretty much caught him. But like I said, he can turn that into a self-defense. But it, but if a dude pops up at your door and we, you know what I mean, about to get hot and heavy, about to put put this thing on, we about to do our thing. And then you like just passively and just nonchalantly tell me, oh, he can't take no for an answer. It's nothing for you to work. My antenna is already up when a motherfucker calling your phone from the beginning. And that lets me know, all right, yo, I'm about to get the fuck up out of here, shorty. Like, I'm not staying here. But that turned into a whole discussion on Twitter. Well, why did he leave her? She was clearly scared. And, and, and then you got the pandering ass niggas. Is these pan- Well, he should have stayed there with her and made sure she was safe. And all he wanted was sex. Then what the frick did he come over there for? Why did she invite him over if it wasn't going to be, all right, let's go on a couple dates or whatever? No, she was ready for it. But again, I don't know how true it is. I don't know this woman. I'm just, and I don't even know him, but my antennas and the way I think and the way I move, that was a setup. She tried to set the nigga up. She didn't expect him to have a gun on him. So once he took his shit out, oh, yo, he got a gun. We can't do this. We can't do that. They were trying to stage that shit like a little break-in. She heard nigga banging on the door. It, it, that's all it was going to be with some type of break-in and then they was going to ride up trying to rob him and kill him. I'm, I'm telling you, this is how shit go down and I know this to be a fact. Because I seen a couple years ago with this guy invited two girls over his house to have a threesome and they called they, they called they mans and they homies or whoever and they was like, yo, we got a quick lick. The nigga had money flashing it. Not saying he was wrong, but I'm just saying. This is how this shit go, bro. Like, it was a setup. But it turned into he wasn't protecting her, and this is misogyny because he left her there. I'm like, yo, y'all need to shut the hell up, man. Like seriously. 
Like, why are we having these these dumbass discussions? This man, first off, this man is in a in a tight situation where you got a lady saying, "Well, that's my ex. You ain't got nothing to worry about." Like, huh? Why is your ex called? Like, oh, okay, shorty, I got my hammer, got my ex or whatever. I'm out. Cause you don't know what's going to happen. Like, and it, it, see, this is the thing. These pandering dudes is coming out. They come, uh, no, man, you supposed to stay there and make sure. I'm not staying nowhere to make sure Shorty's safe. In my eyes, she tried to set me up. To me, that's a freaking setup, no matter how you trying to look at it. Ain't no way. So all of a sudden, oh, well, I've been here all day. i seen Bull come in your crib, so I just, so you just been scoping out Shorty's crib? You wasn't scoping her crib out. She told you, yo, is a lick coming through? I'm a, yeah, I mean, we, we, I'm a, a y'all can stage this like a break in. This gonna be staged like a break in, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna get him to that point, and then when he's vulnerable, we come in there, you know what I mean? You don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? You gotta think that way, especially when you're dealing with people that you don't know. And like I said, it, in my eyes, I never went over a female's house, ever. Never went over a female house. Come over my crib. I had my own apartment. You, you come over here. Not saying that, uh, that you know, that can't happen. But I'm more safe in my crib because I got something on me. I got, I got a shotgun here and I got my hammer here. Because sometimes niggas be out there caught slipping, man. I didn't heard a couple stories of niggas go to chick's house and, and wind up getting killed. Because you in another man house and she never told you, oh, main man got such and such. Like, my homie, God rest his soul, man, my, my man, R.P. Mark, man, went over to some girl house. And this is the bull crap that shorty told him. Well, me and my husband in the process of a divorce, he don't live here, but he still got a key. Like, yo, like, what the? <laughs> and I, I told he was like... He said, yo, I got, he said, I never got up so fast to put my clothes on and got the fuck up out of there. I said, bro, you shouldn't even went there, cuz. That's a real trap. You shouldn't even went to that motherfucker. So she started talking that shit about, well, oh, he got a key, but. He don't got the key to the... It was like the key to the top block of the bar. He got a key. It was something she was saying. Some slick, dumb stuff that I... All right, I'm out, bitch. Like, I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sticking around to find out what main man going to do. Or if main man going to pop up. That's paranoia. You put people in bad situations. And I think women don't think about it in the way that we think about it. Because... Oh man, it's F this nigga. No, you know, that's how that's what type time they be on. Well, forget this nigga, man. Like he don't know da da da. And my whole thing going back to that guy in the situation is women talking about well, he should left her, he a bad influence. They they pandering, but you can't pander to that. That man was in danger. At that point in time, he don't know her, so what what the fuck? He don't care about her being in danger. And I wouldn't care even. My safety is first. Especially if I got kids and I got some type of family. Not saying I got a woman enough, but I got family and kids to think about. Like, why the fuck would I be sitting up here court lacking because 
this woman is scared who probably setting me up. It sound like a setup. That was the fucking red flag, and there's always some bullshit when these when these women be thinking like, oh, that's misogynistic. That's this, that's no, he's not a sucker at all. He did the right thing. You know, so just this whole patriarchy, misogyny, like discussion needs to be retired, man. And also that toxic masculinity, all that shit needs to be retired. It's always some fool getting on the internet pandering for likes or pandering for coochie he never gonna get. That should be weird, man. There's one boy, oh man, all black boys need to be taught not to rape. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? You doing the same thing white people are doing. Like I said, it was this video of these kids. And it was like a study. So every time they was looking at the black kid, everybody looked at the black kid to see what he was going to do to make sure that he wasn't going to start acting up and stuff. But this is just normal shit. It's just a study they conducted. And you see how deep-rooted racism is. White women was doing it and a black woman did it. The kids aren't doing nothing wrong. They're just doing a study to see how kids play. And they kept going back to that little black boy. Because in their mind, he's already a bad person. Or he's already a criminal at his at, at the tender age of six or seven years old. But you know what, man? I'm about to get out of here, man. I love y'all. Thanks for the support. Peace, blessings, prosperity. Oh, out. Wow.